uh, is working on an issue. How come the Gemara in Sochim says the way to cash of a tray for knife is by doing Hagola? And our Gemara says the way to cash of a tray for knife is by doing Lishon. So one answer that Tosis gives, one that's quoted in Shulchan Aruch, that was observed for many centuries, is that it depends whether Hetera Bala Yisur Bala. Chomitz Kerem Pesach is always Hetera Bala. So you can always do Hagola. That's what the Gemara says, the last half of Masechus Zorah, because of the contradiction between the two parshias and Parshas Tzav. It says when you have clean achoshes, if you have a klicheres that you cook the Korban Pesach, the Korban Chatos is Yishover, because you can't kasher a, <coughs> a klicheres with Hagola. But if you have a clean achoshes, Bushala, in the clean achoshes, Bushala, if you cooked the Korban Chattis and the clean Choshes, then you can do Mariko Shtifa. Mariko Shtifa is Hagola. Hagola with a twist. Hagola, you have to do Bechamen or Betzainen. Normally Hagola, just do Bechamen, the Maim Roischim. And Umarak Vishutaf, one of the two, either the first one or the second word, Machlega Satana, I'm refers to Shtifa Betzainen. Okay. So the Hakam over there, it only says Hagola, doesn't say a word about Libun. And later in the end of Bamidba, when it talks in Parshas uh, Matas, when it talks about Yuli Klay Midyon, it says sometimes you need Hagola, sometimes Liban. So Rabbi answers, Abai says Yagar Olivera, the same thing. And we pass like Rabbi, not the same thing. Whenever it's a Terabala, then you never need Liban, Hagola is sufficient. So that's what Tosis claims. Not only is a Korban Chatos had Terabala before it turns into Noisar, Chomitz Karma Pesach all year long. Chomitz not on Pesach is also a Terabala. The Ramban disagrees with Tosis. It's Chometz all year long. It's called Chometz. Noiser until it comes Alos Hashach. Not called Noiser. Or Fleshiks, Milchiks. Until you mix the Milchiks into the Fleshiks. Or the Fleshiks into the Milchiks. And Mamash are terrible. It doesn't have a shame. Basa B'cholav. But Chometz all year long is called Chometz. Just that it's Mutat to eat the Chometz. That's the Ramban's Lashon. Chometz Mayol. So that's what Tosis answers. That Chometz. Kodim HaPesach is HaTerabala. So you never need Libun. Even on baking tins, that you don't have any mashkin there, you just, it's al-gabi ha'esh mamash, and you bake bread on it, you just do hagola, and you can use it to Pesach. <clears throat> so there's a steer in Shulchan Aruch, when you get to not banat, the Shulchan Aruch has mekel, it's not banat, that teira, chametz karam ha'pesach. When you get to Liban, the Shulchan Aruch says, you do need Liban. So the taz and the beer are to kasha. So they assume, the din, we really hold it. They're a bala, and it's a chumr that we do uh, Liban. Then Tosis gave another answer <coughs> to the Stiras Hagemaris. How do you kasha a knife? So they say, a knife, sometimes you use it in a way that hagola is enough, and sometimes you use it in a way that you need libun. <coughs> Let's say you have a tray for steak on the table. So it's not agabi hoesh, the steak is burning hot. I take a kosher knife and I cut the steak. So you need hagola to kasha the kosher knife. You don't need libun because the blio was not agabi hoesh. So, sometimes you'll take a knife to turn over the steak when it's mamash on the fire. So it's agabi hoesh, and there's no roitiv, there's no mashkim, then you need libun. If the knife got a blia from, from the trefe steak, when it's mamash agabi hoesh, and there's no roitiv, then you need libun. So what's a din if you have a kli that became trefe? Many times over, it was balea many times. Sometimes in a way that hagola would be enough, sometimes in a way that you need libun. So Tosis comes up with a chiddush that you go basaroiv tashmishay. If fifty-one percent of the time you use it 
with Reutev, then it's good enough with Hagola. 51% of the time you lose it, use it. Beli Reutev, I'm not a Gabi Ho'esh, then, uh, then you have to have uh, Libun. <coughs> so the Mechaba quotes this in Shulchan Aruch, that you go Basar Rav Tashmisha. The Mephoshim ask, why should you go Basar Rav Tashmisha? If you have a knife and you only used it once, and you used it, Agabi Ho'esh, then you need Libun. So because you used it three times, and two times you used it with not Agabehesh, and one time you used it Agabehesh. So since the rave was that it's enough with Hagola, it's enough with Hagola, why? Use it once, Agabehesh. So once you need Libun. So the Naisi Kedemah and the Shulchan Aruch explain the only time Taisa says you go bust rave is, we're talking about a cliche in Ben Yomo. So in you don't have to cash it at all. Cliche in Ben Yomo is nice and Tamil of Gam, but the Raisa, you don't have to cash it at all. The whole thing is only Xerah the Rabban, Xerah Ene Ben Yomo, Ata Ben Yomo. So you're talking about Xerah the Rabbanon. So then Tosis says, Mistaba that you go basa roiv tashmishay. If you'll allow people, to, if you have a knife that roiv pamim, you use it with mashkim, or not agabihayish. And me with pamim, you use it agabihayish without mashkim. So if you're going to do Hagola, people are not going to say, oh, you can do Hagola on a Kli that really needs Libun. No. Everybody knows that most of the time you use it in a way that it would be enough with Hagola. So if you're talking about an Eidem Yom, it's Xer, Eidem Yom, Ben Yomo, must speak if you go Basarayf Tashmisha. But if you're talking about a Kli that's a Ben Yomo, so even if you use it once, even a hundred times, Shalal Gabuhesh, and once Gabuhesh, you need Libun, you need Libun. If it's still a Ben Yom, you need Libun. So the <coughs> the Mechaba quote it's two days in Tosim. Whether that's a valid answer that you go basarayv tashmish. So the Mechaba paskins you go basarayv tashmish. Mechaba doesn't explain. It's talking about einim b'yama. That's but the Mefarshim explain. The Mishnah Bura quotes like that, and the Kapachaim quotes like that. The Shulchan Aruch is talking about a klish einim b'yama. So then the Ramah disagrees. Ramah paskins like the other opinion that you don't go basarayv tashmish. But this machlekes nechaber amor is in Arachaim Hilchas Pesach. In your day, in the beginning of the second chelik, there's a whole sim and a whole chapter about kasher and kalim. So it says regarding kasher and kalim, look in Hilchas Pesach. We covered all the dinim there. But the question is, <coughs> the question is, Chometz is b'mashu. Chometz b'pesach. That's the way we have the gears in the gemara. The way we have it on Gemara, it says, Chomets B'Pesach is B'Masha. There, there's a Teisus, and Laman Abedal from Sochem, the Rabbin Tam, likes the Girsus Hashilt is better, that there is no such thing. Chomets is not B'Masha. We have not accepted all, everything the Rabbin Tam said. There's no one reason who always wins. The Raman doesn't always win. Rashi doesn't always win. The Rabbin Tam doesn't always win. We always pass on like the best Shita. We try to pick out the best sheet, and you follow that. When the Tzais doesn't always win, then the Nesivas doesn't always win. Everybody, <coughs> everybody has some good insights and other insights that are not so uh, good. So we don't follow that Rabbeinatam. If you have a big Shasat Chakwim, it's Sarf the Rabbeinatam. We thought that Stodim Lohokil, the same maybe as Chomis B'Pesach is not the Masha. But we Paskin, Chomis B'Pesach is the Masha. So there's a big Machlekes in Rishayim. Which boils down the machlekes and mechaber the Rama had a paskin. Whether chometz b'pesach or you make on the nice and tam levgam. Let's say you're cooking something pesach dik, and a piece of bread fell in. You're cooking, I don't know, uh, soup water. We gave the mushal 
the goyim used to harass the Jews, so they used to throw bread into the wells. So when the Jews, before Pesach, they knew the Jews can't eat bread on Pesach. So then when the Jews would draw the water from the well, there would be chomets crumbs in, in the water. So you can filter out all the crumbs. But the chomets were sitting there on Pesach, so even after you filter out all the crumbs, but there's an Asinas Tam. The water doesn't have the same taste as it had before because they threw in a, a lot of bread. So you probably have way over shishim. You have more than shishim against the blear from the bread, but that's the din. We're machma like, uh, like the girsa that we have in the Gemara Pesachim Daflamen. Chamas but Pesach is b'masha, even though you have shishim, it's b'mashahu. So you should ask so the Mechaber Paskins Lahokel because in those in Tamlavgam, the Rishonim say that uh, fresh water would have tasted better if it would have not had the Chomet soaking in it. When the Chomet soaks for 24 hours, we say Kavish Kamavushala gives a flavor in. So the fresh water would have tasted better without the flavor from the bread. So the Nosen Tamlavgam is Muta. And there are more Paskins like the Shita, the Nosen Tamlavgam is considered Mashu. So since Chomet Bepesel has been Mashu, so it's still awesome. That's an important. We spoke a little bit about that. Maybe we'll, when we learn more, if we ever get, if we live so long, we should get to Peregit Anasha. So we'll learn about Nois and Tam Levgam. So we'll have to discuss again. What's the Machloikis, whether Nois and Tam Levgam is considered Mashu or it's less than Mashu? It's not even Mashu. It's a Machloikis, the Rajbo and the Ran. So the, if Chomis Bepesach, if Chomis Bepesach is Bemashu, that's how we paskin. And Ashkenazim follow the Ramor. <coughs> it's really uh, inaccurate. Not the Ashkenazim follow the Ramor. The Ramor records the practice of the Ashkenazim. We don't follow the Ramor. The Ramor follows the, the Psalm of the Ashkenazim. <coughs> so we assume that Nosen Tam Levgam is still a Mashu. But there are two kinds of Nosen Tam Levgam. One kind of Nosen Tam Levgam is. The bread gives a flavor into the water. The water would have tasted better without the flavor from the bread. So it's putting in the mikzas. It's still a blood, the water tastes delicious, but it would have even tasted better if it wouldn't have had the flavor of the bread. So that's one kind of nosen tam lagam. Then there's another kind of nosen tam lagam, a cliche in Benyam, there's nosen tam lagam. So the question is, what kind of nosen tam lagam is that? So the Ra'or wrote the Bedek Habayis. The Rajbon and the Ra'or both learned by the Ramban. So the Rajbo wrote the Torah Sabbais, and the Ra'o wrote the Berk Habais. It's Hasogas here and there. He disagrees with what the Rajbo says, and he gives his opinion. So the Ra'o writes in the Berk Habais, if you have a Kli that's treif, and the Bli is sitting there for more than 24 hours, Kli Shenem Beyomo, the Charsis Hakadeira, the metallic flavor of the taste of the pot, or the cheres flavor of the pot does such a job on the blia, it ruins it completely, and it's not roi l'achila at all. Nifsa machila sakelev is not roi at all. If you cook water in it, or you cook something in, just because the blia is nifsa machila, it's not going to ruin the soup. The soup that you cook, or the water that you cook, is still going to taste good. It would have tasted better if it would have not had that nice and tam gum. But the tam habalua b'klei b'atzmusa is mamish nifsan achilas hakelav. It's not roi lachil at all because of the charsis hakdeir, because of the metallic flavor that the pot has. So that's a question. If one holds Ashkenazim follow this practice that the Ramor writes, that we're machmer nois and tam levgam on Pesach, 
We say Chamis B'Pesach B'Mashuhu, so we're not Nekala, Nes and Tam Gam. What would be Paskin if you cooked in a Chamis Dik Klish Yom? Every Pesach had happened, someone calls up with a Shaila, the wife went shopping a Chalamoid, and the husband has to cook uh, something, a cup of coffee, and by mistake, he never pays attention what's doing in the kitchen, by mistake, he took the Chamis Dik pot that they usually cook real Chamis in, but it's ben yoma. It's a couple of days went by since the last time it was used for chametz, and he cooks water in the chametz dikkei klishe ben yoma. So when the Ramos says that Ashkenazim uh, machmer on nice and tam gam is the only machmer on the bread and the water that nice and tam gam, or is it even machmer on a klishe ben yoma? Maybe we should say like the Ra'or that the klishe ben yoma, the blia that's in the charsis hakdeir is mamish nifsa machilas hakelav. Now maybe even on Pesach you would be mekal on that. So the Ramon in Shulchan Aruch doesn't say. The Mishnah Brewer quotes the Ramon that Darke Moshe says. Darke Moshe is the commentary of the Ramon on the tour, on the bottom of the page in the tour. Originally the Ramon wrote a longer commentary, the Darke Moshe Ha'aruch, it's called now. He wrote a long commentary on the tour because he didn't have a Beis Yosef. Yosef Kar lived in Tzvat and he lived in Krakow. And then when he got a copy of the Beis Yosef on the Shulchan Aruch. So what does he have to duplicate? Everything should be printed twice. So he <coughs> abridged the Dark Emotion. He left out a lot of things. So sometimes not only... So he didn't want to have duplication. So he left out whatever the Beis Yosef already quoted. He doesn't have to print it twice. Because we're going to print the tour with the Beis Yosef, with the Dark Emotion. So well, he have to print the same thing twice. And then every so often he left out something from the Dark Emotion that doesn't appear in the doesn't appear in the Beis Yosef and doesn't appear in the Ramon Shulchan Aruch. So here, the Ramon Shulchan Aruch left out this line. The, the Ramon, the Dark Moshe writes that since the Ashkenazim are machmer and doesn't down by the bread and the water, so they're also machmer if you cook by mistake if you cooked pesach bigger food and the cliche in the benyomo also with machmer on that. So if you if you have a chametzik kli in the middle of pesach and you're cooking. The cliche in ben yomo that doesn't lessen the issue. Cliche in ben yomo is just as awesome as if it would have been a ben yomo. So maybe that's why the Ramos says that you don't go the Ramos where he says you don't go basarev tashmishay. He doesn't accept this tesis. That Ramos appears in Hilchas Pesach, not Yeridei. Yeridei they don't give you the Hilchas Hagola believement. It says there on the Mechaber. Look in Hilchas Pesach. We explained everything. Hilchas Pesach. Maybe somebody did my unique to Pesach. So that's the question. Whether Ramor is Machmir in the Dark Emosha, that you don't, when the Ramor is Machmir in, in the Shulchan Aruch, that you don't go Pesarev Tashmisha. The whole did in the Shulchan Aruch is talking about it saying in Benyoma. If it's Benyoma, nobody says you go Pesarev Tashmisha. The whole Machlech Zentesis is when it's saying in Benyoma. So maybe the reason why the Ramor is Machmir not to go Pesarev Tashmisha is Lishitasai, because he holds it nice and tamlav gamas is even b'riyavit. So ene ben yomo is not more kal than ben yomo. It's not exer the rabban exer ene ben yomo at the ben yomo. No, it's even b'riyavit. It's gonna aser if you cook pesach dika food and the chametz dika klish ene ben yomo. It'll aser b'riyavit according to the ramak because chametz is b'mashu shishim doesn't help and ene ben yomo is is based on bittel. Ene ben yom is considered nice and tamlav gam nice and tamlav gam is based on bittul. So maybe the Ramos Chumah not to go basar reb tashmishay is only in Pesach, but all year long if you talk about Trefus, 
Maybe then the Ramah would agree with the Mechabah that if it's a cliche in the you do go Basar Oif Tashmisha. So the Paskim don't say that. I don't know why they don't even bring it up as a possibility. The Ramah Shitasa has to say like that because the whole heter of going, but the whole cool of going Basar Oif Tashmisha only makes sense when it's Eni Benyom. Eni Benyom doesn't play a role at all on Pesach. But if it's Shari Surim and any Benyomo is a Mutam and Atar, it's just a Chumra, Xera the Rabban, Xera, any Benyomo, Atabanyomo, maybe the Ramo would agree with the Machaber. <coughs> maybe Minik Ashkenaz would be that you would be Makal to go Basar of Tashmisha. Anyway, this is an important thesis. The two topics, whether you go Basar of Tashmisha, a Machlek is in Machaber, the Ramon, Hilchas Pesach, and uh, the common practice is, uh, according to the Ramo of Ashkenazim, that you don't go, you don't go Basar of Tashmish, even by Dreyfus, not only by Pesach. Now the other topic, whether Chilakdin had Terabola is Surabola, there are two differences, not Banat, Tera, and uh, Hagola versus Libun. And then the Machlech Zetesis, the Rabbin Tam and the Ramban, whether Chametz Kodima Pesach is Terabola or Surabola. Then we had uh, the Gemara and Chesamid Beis was very important. The din is that, let's say, I have a trefer knife and I'm cutting burning hot uh, food with it. So the trefer knife, is, if it's still benyomu, will make the food trefer. Or the reverse, I have a kosher knife, I'm, I'm cutting burning hot trefer meat. So the trefer meat will make the kosher knife trefer. It only makes a trefer, there's no belia b'tzainen, only if it's chamen. What's the definition of chamen and tzainen? So yatzaletis, whatever is below yatzaletis is called tzainen. It's not tzainen, tzainen means cold. It's not really tzayin, but that's taloch. Whatever is less than yatsal lettuce is considered tzayin. What is called yatsal lettuce? How much is yatsal lettuce? So the Gemara has a machlokes where the base hablia is raseach. A base hablia is uh, is tzayin. Base hablia means the neck of the animal when you shecht it. We shecht a lot of different animals. The temperature by the neck is not always the same, and different animals. So, and the sefer shmir shabbos kolchosa. It's relevant for Ilcha Shabbos also, because the Isa Bishal on Shabbos, by uh, liquids, you only violate the Isa Bishal if, the, if it's burning hot. Yatzal lettuce, if it's below Yatzal lettuce, it's Tzaynus, and that's not called Bishal. So the question is, how much is Yatzal lettuce? So they experimented on the different, all the different animals that they shecht, and I think they came to the conclusion, if I'm not mistaken, that the goose, the neck is hottest by the goose when you shecht it, because all the blood gushes out then, so it's harder by goose than it is by cow. So how hot is it that the Gemara had a machlekes, sort of borderline, that there was one opinion that Beis HaShchit the neck is resech, and we don't pass like that, we pass in Beis HaShchit and it's below Yatzaletis. How much is it that they're arguing that it's sort of borderline? So they said the hottest that it ever becomes is by goose, and the hottest that it ever becomes is 113 degrees. So 113 is below Yatzaletis. So therefore, if it's 114, so the Shemir Shabbos Gachosa is Machmer. There's a little bit of joke. 113 is not Yatsal, 114 is Yatsal Because that was a Machlekes, and that's sort of borderline. So if it's slightly higher, 114 is slightly higher than 113. Slightly higher. So that in America is not the generally accepted opinion. In the Kashrus organizations, they're not Machmer at all below 120. And a little above 120 is also considered uh, really a chumrah. It's not really yatsalatis. So you have to have something. Rabbi Salvechik thought that yatsalatis is somewhere between 140 and 160. 
he thought below 140 is nothing garnished, but garnished. But the Kashrus organization in America, Amachma, anything above 120, we treat as a Luchumer, we treat it as Yatzalaz. How about the other direction? What is the hottest that it could be? That's Luchumer, 120. But how much it could be that is much more than 120 Yatzalaz? Where, where do we want to know? Where is it relevant to know what's the hottest that it could be to be considered Yatzalaz? We have a din in the Gemara, <coughs> in Abu Zara. If a nochri handles kosher wine, so he asks it, because there's a chashash nisuch. The original gzeret de Rabbanon, prohibiting stam yenam, was because we're afraid that it may lead to intermarriage. I may enjoy the wine that the goy processed so much, I may decide to marry his daughter in order to have a lifetime supply of the delicious wine that the girl's father makes. So they prohibited eating pasakum, and Bisholakum and Stamyenum, all because of what I said, because it may lead to intermarriage. It's far fetched that the guy is going to be Manasach the wine, Labodizar, then he's going to give it to human being to eat. If it believes in his Abodizar, and this is a gift that he gave to his Abodizar, so what's he giving it to a human being? So it's far fetched. The Taisus says they would never have made Xera to prohibit Stamyenum because of Chashash Nisuch. That's very far fetched. But once they made the Xer because of what I say, that is not far-fetched, that you may fall in love with a girl because her father makes delicious bread, pasakum, because the father makes delicious steaks, it cooks kosher steaks, kosher, but it's bisholakum, because the father makes delicious wine. Kosher wine, what's wrong? It's not tebel, it's not orla, it's kosher. So because then they had the right to make the gzera, that's, that's not a milsa de loshich. They had a right to make gzera because but they say it may lead into marriage. So once they made the Xeris, then they expanded it already, and they included even things on the Nusa de Loshchich. So even if a non-Jew handles wine that was processed by a Jew, so you know, I'm not gonna, the waiter is going to pour the wine. I'm not going to marry the waiter's daughter because he pours wine. I'm going to marry a girl because her father manufactures wine. He, he, he makes delicious wine just because he's a waiter. I'm not gonna, that's not going to lead me to marry his daughter. But once they made Xerah prohibiting wine because of the same, so then they had the right to add on even in Milsa Daloshchicha. So they made Xerah even if the Goy pours the wine, the Goy handles the wine, he asks because maybe he was Menasach the wine. Now we have it then that Yaim Avushal is Posel Danasach Agabi Hamzbech and the Beis Amigdosh. And the Oivdi Avodizore have such a practice also. Just like we would never use Yaim Avushal between Menasach and the Beis Amigdosh, Menchos Meniskeim. So the goyim wouldn't use it either. If they do use it, they answer it. If a goyim uses water, and it's menasach et l'avodizor, it becomes asa. That's the kruvis l'avodizor. But you don't know whether he was menasach it. You don't know, so you don't have to be concerned about the water. Maybe he was menasach the water. It's far-fetched. And <clears throat> so you don't, if, if the goy handles yayin levushol, you don't have to be concerned that maybe he was menasach it. Most likely he was not Menasachit, because the practice by us is we're not allowed to use Yaim of Ushul for Nisuch, and then by the Goyim also, they generally do not use it for Nisuch for Abadizar. So, Maga Akum, Vieng Yisrael, if it's the Yain, is Mavushul, so then there's no Gzeri de Rabbanon, Chashash Nisuch. So the question is, how hot do you have to cook the wine to make it Yaim of Ushul? So the Yorzarua, so the Chassidish Rebbe, who gives the Hechsher on Kerem wine, follows the opinion of his stepfather. His stepfather was a Chassidish Rebbe. 
and he was adopted by that Rebbe. So they follow the opinion that it's only called Mabushal if you cooked it till 212 and it starts to evaporate. So Moshe Feinstein writes, he thinks that's a mistake, that even though that Loshan appears in Shulchan Aruch, he heated the wine till it starts to evaporate. He says it's not Meduyak. He says the Orzarua is quoted in Shulchan Aruch. <coughs> <coughs> the Orzarua quotes a discussion in Tanoim from the third parak of Masech Shabbos, Perikira. The 24 Prokhim is Shabbos. A lot to learn there. So in Perikira, the third parak, there's a discussion how hot do you have to cook the water to be in violation of Bishul and water. So one opinion is, Hefsher is El Bishul. When you make it lukewarm, it's already Bishul. We don't accept that opinion. We pass Hefsher, Lo Zahu Bishul. Poshim is lukewarm. We pass that you need Yatsa lettuce. So the Osirul was Mesupik. How hot do you have to cook the wine? that it should be considered yayin mevushal. Is it sufficient if you only heated the wine till it became lukewarm? Or do you need really yatsaleta? So he says, we should go to chumrah, efsher alozel bishuli, you need that it should be yatsaleta. But to say that you need higher than yatsaleta, you need 212, that it should start to evaporate. So Moshe says, that was lo there never was such a havamina. And even though that's the expression that they use in Shulchanach, he said that it's not meduik, it does mean that. So the question is, how hot do you have to cook the wine that it should be considered yain mevushal? If you just made it a little look, the shmir shabs kachos not going to be machmed. Not going to say if you cooked it to 114, it's already yatsal lettuce. He says 114 lachumra. If it's 114, maybe it's already yatsal lettuce. Maybe it's already bishul and hilchos shabbos. But it has to say 114 lakula that if you cook the wine to 114, it's already called yain mevushal. That there's no magak and does nasa. So Ramosha Feinstein has three chubas on the topic and the different volumes of Degris Moshe. Each chubi gives a different degree temperature. So one chubi writes 185 degrees. 185 degrees, that's generally not accepted. 185 way more than Yad Salatis. That's Yad Nichlis. Sometimes, sometimes you take a, a bath. So if you don't realize how, how hot the water is, you're going you're gonna to put your head and you're going to jump out right away. That's Yad Saladis. I wasn't prepared to see that the water is so hot and, I, and my instinctive reaction is I jump away with my head. Another time, it's going to be Yad Nechvizbo. It doesn't help that you jump away. I put my hand in and I take it out a second later. My hand is going to be burnt already. Yad Nechvizbo. So that's higher. So 185, we assume, is way more than Yad Saladis. That's already Yad Nechvizbo. So that that shuva we don't we don't really follow. How hot do you have to cook the wine that it should be considered yatsalatis, that it should be considered yaimubush. So the other two chuvas are Masha has more reasonable degrees. Think on it seventy five, another one goes a little less, on the sixty five. Something like that. Something like that. Yet in Hilcha Shabbos the din is that Bishol is only for Bishol Menaterv is only for do Bishol the Eish or the Toldos Eish. Or to use the Losh Anagama Bishol Be'ur, the two words in Hebrew, Or and Ur, Or, spelled the same. Or means light and Ur means fire. Lechu Ba'aru Be'ur Ishchem. The Rabbi says, you're going to burn in Gehenim. You make, you do Averis, you make your own Gehenim, you're going to burn in your own Gehenim. Lechu Ba'aru Be'ur Ishchem. So the Gemara here says, Libna Be'ur. You kasha the knife by doing libun on the knife, but ur, not but or. 
So, Negemara talks about Bishal Ba'ur of the Aish and Bishal Betoldas Ha'ur of Betoldas Ha'ish. What does it mean, Bishal? Let's say I have a frying pan and I held the frying pan on top of the fire for a few minutes. The frying pan is burning hot. Then I take the frying pan off of the fire. I crack open an egg and the pan is so burning hot the egg is going to get uh, cooked. It will be um, an omelet, whatever. It will be roi lachila. It won't be raw anymore. That's bishul. If I leave the pot on top of the fire and I crack open the egg and I leave it, that's bishul de'esh. If I heat it up, the pot in the fire, then I put it on a different burner and there's no fire underneath and I crack open the egg and I put it in, that's bishul betol de'esh. So, minatora, the isa bishul on shop is only bishul de'esh or betol de'esh. If I'm in the Sahara Desert and I, and I crack open an egg and it gets cooked because of the sun, <clears throat> that's mutar even mit the Rabbanon. If I live in the Sahara Desert and I have an Erev and I had a frying pan standing in the sun for half an hour and it's burning hot, then I take the frying pan into the house and I crack open an egg, that's Bishul Betolda Sachama. So Bishul Betolda Sachama is a machlekes hatanoim, whether it's awesome in the Rabbanon. But not there, it's not Bishul, because it's only Bishul Beish. And with the Rabbanon, they said, the way we pass in La Locha, how are you going to know the difference between one frying pan and the other? I had two frying pans. One frying pan I heated up on top of the burner, on top of the fire. The other frying pan I heated up, I left it outside in the sun, in the Sahara Desert. Then I take the both frying pans and I put them on, on different burners. They're both burning hot. Then I crack open an egg on each one and they both of them are going to cook. So one of them will be Bishul, but told us, that'll be an Isa Derais. The other one is Bishul, but told us Sachama, that'll be Mutter. How can you distinguish? So the, we pass from the Allah that Bishul, but told us Sachama, is also Madarabbal. Bishul Bichama is Mutter, if Madarabbal. There's no Bishul Bichama. But Bishul, but told us Sachama, <coughs> we assume is also Madarabbal. Yeah, what about, what about over here by Blias? You say there's only a Blia if the, if if it's chamin, if it's yatsa lettuce, if it's below yatsa lettuce, we call it tzaynin, and there's no blia. So let's say, lechumra, we say yatsa lettuce 120. Sure. So whenever the heat is above 120, then there's bishul. What if it's not, what if it's heated? <coughs> the thing is burning hot, not machman saish. What if it's uh, got hot in a different way? So the ksav seifer has, ksav seifer was the son of the ksav seifer. So he has a tshuva, his chuvas are more our style, more yeshivish than the chsam seifer, than the father. Chsam seifer a lot of times has chuvas, he has an arbitrary psalm. You have to draw the line somewhere, because sometimes he draws lines. The chsam seifer always has lomdash chuvas. He always analyzes everything and he gives you a lomdash what? Not the arbitrary chuvas. <clears throat> so he has a chuva where he discusses a lot of times you have um, in factories you have uh, equipment that one piece of metal rubs against another piece of metal and because of the friction it, it's, it's burning hot so sometimes something will be traped, something will be kosher and it's burning hot not Aisha told us Aisha it's hot because of the friction of the metals rubbing against each other will that heat make a blia or do you say no only a blia of Aisha told us Aisha so the Ksav Sefer says I arrive from the Fevish Gemara there was one opinion, we don't accept that opinion, that Beis HaBliya is Raseach. There's no Eish, there's no Toldos Eish. <coughs> the goose and the hens and the chickens and everything, and the behemoths, when you shech them, 
So the neck becomes very hot. The neck becomes very hot because all the blood gushes out. But there's no ish, there's no tolerance. Nonetheless, if he would have accepted that opinion that Beis Hablia is Maseach, it would have made treif. So you see that there's no requirement that it has to be Asha told us Asha. See, even if the heat that's causing the blia <coughs> is from friction of metal, it also it makes a blia in, in, in it asses. <coughs> the other ways to make a blia, you don't always have to make a blia, bereschem has to be yatzoletis. There are blias betzainet. You can have a blia kavish kamevushon. If something is soaking, let's say meat is soaking in milk for 24 hours, that's kavish kemevushal. Then you have maliach kereseach, you have kosher fish and trefer fish all piled up together, a kosher meat and a vela meat piled up together, and you put so much salt on that it's too much salt to eat it like that. Enonach machmas malcho. An awful lot, extra amount of salt. You salted it in order to get all the blood out from the, from the meat. So if there's so much salt, enonach machmas malcho, and it and the non the nevela meat is touching the kosher meat, and it sits there for a little for a while of time. So for half a minute, it's not going to make treif. But if it sits together for half an hour, then baliach kereseach will make a treif. So there is such a thing as a bliah b'tzainim. There is a bliah b'tzainim. <clears throat> By basa b'chalav, the Gemara says if you have if you have a piece of meat next to a piece of cheese, and uh, they're burning and they're burning hot, so that's a bliah b'roischin. So that will be basa b'chal of their rice. It says lo sevashel gadi b'chaleivima. Derech bishol asetar. If you have a blia of meat soaking in milk for twenty four hours, or you have the cheese with the meat, and you had to put so much salt on, there's a blia b'tzayim. But that's only going to be basa b'chal of their rabbanon. It's not going to be basa b'chal of their rice. Basa b'chal of their rice is only derech bishol asetar. What's the difference halacha lemaise? Whether it's a bas b'chol of the rice, a bas b'chol of the rabbanu, big difference. The Mishnah says in Parakala Basa, it's all about the the laws of bas b'chol. It says bas b'chol of the rice. There are three prohibitions because it says three times less of Ashel Gadli b'chalei dimoy. There's an isha bishul, there's an isha achila, and there's an isha hano. But if it's bas b'chol of the rabbanu, chicken and milk. That's a guy. Rav Soloveitchik said he had the shaila. A, a religious Jew was drafted into the army. His responsibility was to cook the food for the soldiers. <coughs> it's all non-kosher food. So they wanted him to cook the chicken with butter, to fry the chicken with the butter. So the Mishnah says that it's mutter, because chicken and butter is only bas b'chalad rabbanon. Bas b'chalad is mutter b'bishol, mutter b'ano. So he's allowed to cook it. But if they would ask him to cook bas b'chalad rabbanon, that's an isad bishol. All the three, by bas b'chalad rabbanon, you have all the three prohibitions. Asa b'bishol, asa b'achila, in Asa Bahanon. Basa Bukhala Rabbanon is only Asa Bahila Muta Bahanon. So the Gemara here has this discussion. If you took uh, a trefa knife, the knife was used for chazer, burning hot chazer, and you didn't cash it. It's a ben yomo. It's a ben yomo. You know it's a ben yomo. Tosis says, normally, Tosis proved it. We're talking over here, we know for sure that the knife is a ben yomo. If it'll be any benyam, we'll bring us in time of gamma, and it wouldn't make treif. So the Gemara had the shayla. I use the knife to shech the kosher animal. Does the treif of in the knife go into the neck of the animal? So if the din would have been, if you would have assumed, beisashchita v'seach, then it would make the neck treif. It would make the whole animal treif. Make the neck treif. Kadei klipa, kadei netila. 
But we paskan that the Beis HaShchit Tzaynen is below Yatzel Edis, so it does Nasa. <coughs> so then there was one opinion, even if Beis HaShchit Tzaynen, even if it's considered below Yatzel Edis, but you should say, Agav Duch Sakina, because you're cutting with it, so because of the Duch Sakina, uh, the Blia does go through. So in Shulchan Aruch we have the Ramor writes a minig and Hilchas Bas that when you cut chala, when you cut bread, you shouldn't cut with a if you're eating a fleshy meal, you shouldn't cut with a fleshy knife or you shouldn't cut with a milchig knife if you're eating milchigs because since there's a dukkid sakina, so there's an opinion in Taisvis that when you cut with a fleshy knife and milchig knife. You make the next piece of bread, fleshig and milchig, the blea will go out. Even though it's not hot at all, it's not warm. It's room temperature. It's not even warm. So most of the baliatesis don't agree with that. Most of the baliatesis hold, you only apply duchkira sakina if, there's a, if it's a little bit borderline roseach. The base blea, the neck, the base hashchita, the neck is hot. One opinion thought that that's called yatsalat, so we don't accept that. You hold it's not yes, but it's certainly poshrim, it's certainly lukewarm, it's hotter than, than uh, room temperature. So if you have a tziruf of plus then the blia will go through. But if you just have alone, so we don't really, we don't really pass like that. But the minute developed over the years that you have a separate bread knife. You don't use the fleshing bread, you don't use the fleshing knife a sharp fleshing knife, a sharp milching knife to cut the bread, because there was one opinion in the Taisus on Chesem and Beis, that Duch Sakina alone, even without a tzir of, of, of the heat of the Beis HaShchita, will also cause a bleed. So that's Nagel HaLocha. The meaning is Lahach Melachatchila for that. Mikra we don't hold like that. Yeah, what else did we learn here? Almost Chazet everything, there is the Chazet here. Then we had a tesis on Chesam and Aleph. That's a very important, that's a very interesting topic. Tesis explains the Gemara here on Chesam and Aleph. When you're talking about uh, a knife, is also Bahano. How did a knife become Osbahano? What did you do? You used, the knife was used by Nochrim in the service of Abedazar. There are four things that are Rasa Bahana by Abedazar, the actual. Abedizar itself, if they deify, they have a totem pole, or they have a statue. So they deify the statue, they believe. It's ridiculous, but uh, they believe that that statue has the powers of a deity. So that's Asabana, Abedizar is Asabana. Then if they have Abedizar, if they dress up their uh, totem pole, if they put on um, they put on earrings or uh, nose rings or something, or necklaces on the totem pole, so the Noye Abedizar also become Asabano. That's a passing in the Chumash. It says, You're not allowed to take the Kesav Zohav, which is on the Abedizaras of the Nochem who live in Eretz Yisrael. It's Asabano, you're not allowed to. Then there's a din that Mishamshi Abedizara are Asabano, based on a different passing. Mishamshi Abedizara means you have an altar that they put carbonus on. You have a knife that they used 
the Shech Karbonis for the Abedizor. You have a menorah, and they light candles in the Shem Abedizor, or the candles themselves. These are on Misham Shem Abedizor. Then there's a fourth thing that's also known, namely Tikrubis. Whatever they offered for the Abedizor, a gift, is also Bahano. And the Gemara says that there's a big difference between the three and the last one. The, the first three, the Abedizorah itself, or the Noy Abedizorah, or the Meshamsha Abedizorah, are also Bahano because of their present state. Because it is right now, the Abedizorah, it is Meshamsha Abedizorah. What if the Abedizorah belonged to a non-Jew, was worshipped by a non-Jew, and you get a non-Jew to say, I don't believe that this has powers of a deity. I believe that this chair is the deity. He so he doesn't believe that the computer is the deity. He believes that his ballpoint pen is just as intelligent to believe this as that. But he doesn't believe that that's the deity. He believes he's God. I'm sure that whatever. So that's called bit lavadizar. If you get a Jew can't be mavat lavadizar, and and a guy can't be mavat lavadizar that was worshipped by a Jew. Or that belongs to a Jew now. Has to be Abedizar Shal Nachri, worshipped by a Nachri, never belonged to a Jew, and the Bittal is done by a non Jew. So there's such a concept as Bittal Abedizar. So if you're Mavatl Abedizar, so the Abedizar is no longer an Abedizar. In present, it's past history. It used to be an Abedizar, but now it's not. So it'll become Mutabano, and then Meshamshim also become Mutter if, if the thing is no longer an Abedizar. So the, the Meshamshim are not uh, toffled, are not bottled to the Abedizar. And the Noye Mutter. But Tikrubis Abedizar is also because of its past history, not because of its present status. So the Gemara says, <clears throat> Tikrubis Abedizar, Beetle doesn't help. That's what the Darki Chuga from the Munkatcher writes, he quotes on Yeridea that by the Catholics who, who use a wafer and they use wine, and they recite hocus pocus. They recite a prayer in Latin that rhymes with hocus pocus. So those who didn't believe in Catholicism used to call it hocus pocus. So they recite a Latin prayer. There was a time that they decided, and during my lifetime, a couple of years ago, uh, they decided that the, the Balabatim didn't understand the prayer services because it's all in Latin. So they decided they're going to pray in English. That everyone should understand. Then they were praying in English, so the people didn't like it. It's too mundane. So they went back to Latin. I don't know what they're holding by now, but uh, they felt it's, it's no good. If you understand the prayers, it's no good. Better if you don't understand. So that's what people say. After they offer their prayer, whatever they say there, hocus pocus in Latin, so then they believe, it's ridiculous, they believe that the wafer turns into the flesh of Yashke and the wine turns into the blood. So it becomes the flesh and blood of Yashke. So people think mistakenly, oh, the wine in the church is Tikrubis. It's not Tikrubis. The Dark says it's Abedizar Mamish. So on the one hand, it sounds like it's Mochomer. Abedizar Mamish, not some Tikrubis. They believe that after their offering of the prayer hocus pocus, it, can, it converts to become the flesh and blood of Yashke. So it's Mamish Abedizar. It's not the Tikrubis. But because it's Mamish Abedizar, so it's Mokau. Because Abedizar Bittal does help. So if you get another Nachri who believes in Buddhism, who believes in something else, and he says, I don't believe that this is the flesh and blood of God. I believe that I'm God. I believe that this chair is God. He doesn't believe that the wafer and the wine convert to become <coughs> part of a human being who's God. So that would, if Bittal would help, if the flesh and, 
if the wafer and the wine would be considered tekrubis, so then there's no beetle on tekrubis. But because it's mochomer, because it's abedizar mamish, and therefore it does lend itself to beetle. Abedizar itself does lend itself to beetle. So, nachamal, so there's a din. You sometimes have a knife that's osabahano. We usually talk about osabahano. Basabacholab is macholas asiris at osabahano. You have orlo. We usually talk about food. There's a whole list of food that's asabachila, and some of the foods that are asabachila are also asabano. But sometimes you have other things. Avodizar is asabano. It doesn't have to be food, it could be a knife. So if you have a knife of avodizar, you want to use it to shecht an animal. So that's a question. Is that considered getting hanoa from the avodizar? Does it not mean that you really have to believe in a different avodizar, or Yeah, if he's an atheist, it's about good. The only question is, what if he's a Gertoshev? A Gertoshev is half, half Jewish. He's, he accepts in the presence of three Jews, a Bezna, three Jewish people, not to worship Abedizar. So do you treat the Gertoshev like a, a Jew, and therefore he can't be Mavatla Abedizar? Or Sofkosov, he's not Jewish, he's a guy. So that's a discussion in the Gemara and Abedizar. I think the Gemara says, Lahakel. I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure the Gemara comes to the conclusion, Lohokil, that a Gertosho can also be Mavat Lavadizar. But if an atheist, for sure, he can be Mavat Lavadizar. Doesn't believe in any of these. Yeah. He said, doesn't believe that this has any powers of a deity. See, here the Gemara is talking, you have a knife that's also on Noah, because Misham Sheavadizar. The Gemara says, when do the Misham Sheavadizar become also Noah? When does the Avadizar become also Noah? Let's say, Someone makes a, a, a totem pole or a statue, and he's making it for a community, and they're going to worship this. They, they believe that this is the deity. They're going to worship, not that it represents the deity. By most of the of the Avadizar in the neighborhood, they don't believe that the uh, crucifix is the deity. They believe that cru- they have old slumim in the house, so every Salem all over the world is, uh, is the deity. Deity is all over the place. They believe in Yoshke, and they believe this is a religious symbol. The crucifix represents Yoshke, and they worship the Yoshke. Maybe some of the, I remember, Abarn Salvechik thought that uh, the Hamoinam probably think that the crucifix itself is God. I don't know. He thought that uh, some of them do think that the crucifix is the Avodazar. But normally you say the crucifix is just, let's say you have a painting of, uh, of Yoshka was born and the Mother Mary is on. So the painting is not awesome. I know it's a religious painting, but it's not the, it's not the, the deity itself. It's not Avodizar. So that's a machloikis hatanoim. If a Jew makes an Avodizar, or a guy makes Avodizar, is a difference. Who makes it? So there's a machloikis of Mishma. Which one is Mohammed? The Jew makes the Avodah it becomes Asabanoa right away. But if a guy makes an Avodah it only becomes Asabanoa after he worships it. Or we Paskin the other way. We Paskin if a non-Jew manufactures an Avodah and he plans that it's going to be used to worship, it already becomes Asabanoa even when he manufactures it, even before he worships it. But if a Jew made the Avodah it doesn't become Asabanoa until somebody actually worships it. What about the Misham Sheavadizar? So that's for sure not. The, 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 if they bought a knife and they designated that knife, we're going to use this knife to shecht all the carbonus for this Avadizar. But they never used it yet. So that everyone agrees that Hazmona Lavnilsi, there's Machloikas Habayi Verova, 
where the Hasmana Milsa, Hasmana La Milsi, that's it. A dead body is also bano. The Gemara lines out from Sukkim. Meis also bano. <coughs> then the Gemara says, Tashmishi hameis. You put on Tashrichim on the meis. So Misham shameis are also also bano. It's a question. There's one machleg. Is what a meis also bano? Is that the Raisa the Rabbanon? Mishlamelech is not so convinced. Tosis says assumes that it's a din. The Raisa Mishlamelech is not so convinced. Maybe it's only an asmachta in the Rabbanon. And that even on the assumption, like Taisus, that a meis asmano is a din deraisa, what about misham shameis? What about the tachrichim? Rabbi Kavega has a tshuva when he quotes that was Machlekes earlier achrayim. Kavega lived in the early 1800s, so 100 years before him, there was a Machlekes achrayim where the misham shameis arasmano minatar midarabon. But it doesn't doesn't matter too much. So the Gemara has like this: somebody died, and the children go buy tachrichim. So they went to the tachrichim store. And they bought a nice pair of tachrim, but they didn't put it on the mace yet. So because they bought it and they designated it, they decided they're going to use it for the mace. It's already called Misham Shamesh, and it's already Hasmana Milsi, it's already called Tashmish Shamesh, it's Asmanoa right away. That's how buy holes like that. And we pass like Rabbah Hasmana La Milsi, just because he designated it as Misham Shamesh, it doesn't yet become Asmanoa till it's actually, we pass till it's actually Misham Shamesh. So the Gemara says there in that discussion in the middle of Sanhedrin, the Gemara says, by Misham Shabbat everybody agrees that the knife, the Sakin Shabbat only becomes Asabano, that's the top line on Chesam Abbas. Misham Shabbat that everybody agrees. There is no Machlekes Hatanoim. Machlekes are became Rabbi Shemal's body itself. If a Jew makes it, does it become Asabano right away if a guy makes it? So we pass on the difference between a Jew and a Goy. When the Goy makes it, it becomes Asmano right away. When the Jew makes the Abadizar, it only becomes also when someone worships it. But by the Mishamsha Abadizar, there's no Machloik is Tanoim, there's no Machloik is Abai Everybody agrees only after you've already used it for the purpose of Abadizar. <coughs> Fine. So the Gemara talks about getting Hanoah from a Sakan that's Asmano. So Tesis explains the Gemara if you do a Pa'ula, with a, a knife that's also bahanor. And this pu'ula brings about two results. It brings, it brings about the kilkul and it brings about a tikkun. So if the kilkul is greater than the tikkun, even though you do get a little hanor, but the kilkul that's brought about is greater than the tikkun, then it's not called nehene. If tikkuna yeser al kilkuloi, then it's called nehene. If kilkula yeser al tikkunoi, then it's not called nehene. As opposed to Hilcha Shabbos, that on Shabbos there's a din, call him a kalkal and pturim, because the Pesach describes Malacha B'Shabbos as Malachas Machshabbos. Is that true? Is there a Pesach in Chumash that describes Malacha Shabbos as Malachas Machshabbos? Not exactly true. The Pesach describes Asiyas HaMishkan as Malachas Machshabbos. And how do we establish which Malachas are Roser, the Lamentas of Malachas, <coughs> So the Gemara says on the first half in Baba Kama, the 39 Malachas were all activities that were necessary for Asiyas HaMishkan. So because Asiyas HaMishkan is described, the construction of the Mishkan, every important step of the way is described as Malachas Mashevis, that's how we know that Malachas Shabbos has to be Malachas Mashevis. But it doesn't really say it by Shabbos, that the Gemara in the first parak in Chagiga points that out, that it doesn't even say Malachas Mashevis by Shabbos. It's Learned that from the Mishkan. 
So that phrase, Malachas Marshebes, teaches you many details in Hilcha Shabbos. So one of the dinim it tells you is that Kolam Mekal Kolam Betur. If you did a Malach and an Oifan of a Kilkul, let's say Soser, you take a building and you take a dynamite and you destroy the whole building. So Soser is Mekalkal, but Soser is one of the Lamates of his Malachas, only Soser Menos Livnos. He wants to knock down the old building because he wants to build a bigger and a fancier building in the place. He can't build a fancy building if you don't first remove the old building. So if it's Soisam and us live nice, so then, uh, then it's Malach's Mashevis. But Mochek, Mochek is, uh, is Mekalkel. If you're Mochek Amenos Lesakein, then it's, then it's Mesakein. <coughs> so Taisus has a Gemara in Psochem, Dafain Gal, Ayin Gimel, where they understand in the Gemara, if you do uh, an activity on Shabbos, which is both Misakin and Mikalkel. So even though Kilkulo, Yeser al Tikunai, but the Malach involved is the Tikun, and if we would have been judging, are you getting Hanoah or not? So you would have said no. Kilkulo, Yeser al Tikunai, so it's not called Hanoah. But for the purpose of Mikalkel the Shabbos, it's not called Mikalkel. As long as it's the Tikun Koshu, so that's called Misakin. The Gemara has a case. Taisus quotes the Gemara. That's a famous Gemara. Psochim Dafayin Gimel Abraisa. A person does one activity. He shechts a beim on Shabbos, and he violated three averes b'shoigig. All three have kores. He shechts an animal on Shabbos, and it happens to be a korban. So he's shechting it chutz lazar shchut echutz. He's also shechting it l'shem avodizar. He didn't realize that the God of the Jewish people is jealous. Kel Kano Hashem, and he does want you to worship any other religion. So he thought he's going to shecht it to bring a tekrubis for Yoshke. He didn't realize that that's against the din. So he violated three Averis Bishogi. Each one of the three has chorus. Shechet Bishabis, Bachutz, Shchut Echutz. Shechet Bachutz is chorus. And Lava de Zorah. Want to worship Saba de Zorah? Is Chayat chorus also? So we have a rule. Koshos Dano Kores. Whenever you do an Aver B'Shoigig, which the Aver is so serious that if you would have done it amazing, you would have been Chayev Kores, that if you did a B'Shoigig, he Chayev three Chatos, because he did three Averes. So the Gemara says, how can it be that he's Chayev Mishom Shabbos, but it's Mekalkel. If he shechts it, it becomes Asabano. So the whole thing is Asabano. So where is the Malachas Mashabbos? Call him Mekal, call him Peturim. So the Gemara says, no... It's also b'hanor for us, but if you shech the animal on Shabbos, he moitzim midei eiv menachai lebenoyach. A non-Jew is not allowed to eat eiv menachai. So now that you shechted it, shechet b'Shabbos is irrelevant for the goy. Shechet l'avodizar, there's no prohibition for them to eat tikkuvis, but there's a prohibition for the goyim to eat eiv menachai. So since I shechted it, I took off the yis eiv menachai lebenoyach. But it's kilkula yaser al tikuna. The whole behemah is now also b'hanor. Kilkuli Esra Tikkun is only relevant <clears throat> when you're judging the whole story. Are you in violation of getting Hanoah? Here you're talking, did you do a Malach Shabbos? The Mesakein. It is called Mesakein. It's not called Mekalkal. As long as there's a little bit of Tikkun. Even though Kilkuli Esra Tikkun, it's not called Kona Mekalkal. In term, that's called Mesakein. So that's an important text. The text draws a contrast between if you have Tikkun and Kilkul. And Hilcha Shabbos, as long as there's a Tikkun de Mikzas, it's, it's called Malachas Mashevis. Mashenikin, the Gabi getting Hanoah, that depends whether Kilkula Yasser al Tikkunai or Tikkunai Yasser al Kilkulai. 
Here we did we did the, the little taste of Bechami Tveria. Bishol on Shabbos is only if it's Yatsa lettuce. You're cooking the water Yatsa lettuce. And it's Eish, I told us Eish. <clears throat> so there's an institution of Hamitveria. I guess, I don't know. I never, I visited Tveria, never saw the Hamitveria. I guess there are hot baths there. It comes, the hot water comes from under the ground. So the hot water in Tveria, if I, if I put a raw egg in the hot water and it gets cooked, it makes it soft boiled. It makes it even hard boiled. Okay. So would that be Bishal Bitoldas Aish? Or you say no. How did the Hamitveri get hot? So it's a machlekes. It sounds like a machlekes a mitzias. Machlekes atanoi. So Tosis says Rabbi Yosi, the Tana Rabbi Yosi ben Chalafta is of the opinion of Perikira and Daf Lametes that Hamitveria is called Toldos Ha'ur. How does it get hot? Because it passes by a pischa de Gehenim, and there are fires there in Gehenim. Under the ground, there's a place called Gehenim, and the fires there, and and the Chami, it's very heated up by that. And the Chachamim say that that's not told us Oish. <clears throat> Chami, very is hot because of the molten lead, whatever, inside the middle of the globe, middle of earth, but it's not told us Oish. So Tesis wants to know, what would be the din here? By tsaras, there are three different kinds of tsaras: the tsaras odom, and tsaras batim, and tsaras bigodim. So in tsaras odom, a lot of times you have to wait if you'll have a mitzora musgar, and nothing happens at the end of the first week. You have to wait till the end of the second week to see where you're going. Uh, by shchino michva, it only has one week. You have to decide at the end of the first week whether it's Tomei or not. So Shechina Michva, the Dinim are identical. It's only one week, it's only Vishnei Simonim. <coughs> so Velo Mechilk and Akosuv. How come there are two different parshias in the middle of Chumash by Yikro? The answer is to teach you Loimar, Sheim it's Tarfim Zeim Zeim. If you have Shechina next to Michva. So what is Shechina and what is Michva? So Michva means like Yad Nechva's bow. If the person has part of his skin was burned, because of Aish, or told us Aish. But if he got a bruise on his skin because of Loka Be'etz, Be'edem, Be'gefes, Be'chamitveria, Be'chadav Shalom Achmas Ha'ur, that's called Shechid. And when is it called Michva? Be'ezel Michva, Nechvez Be'gechad Be'emetz, Be'chadav Abom Achmas Ha'ur, Lasui Mai, Lasui Chami Ha'ur. So that's the difference between Shechid and Michva. Michva is only if it's Machmas Aish, or told us Aish. So the so the Mishnah that they're quoting, the Mishnah here from uh, Negoim, gives as an example of Shaloi Machmas Ha'ur, gives an example, Chamitveria. So Tosin wants to know, is that only according to the Chachamim, the Rabbi Yaisi, who hold that Chamitveria is not told as Aish, but according to Rabbi Yaisi, who says in Hilchas Bishol on Shabbos in Perikira, the Chamitveria is, is told as Aish, because the, the Mechlefo, it passes by a Pischa de Gehenim, it passes by the burning flames. So would it be considered a Toldos Aish when it get to Michva also? The Pashta says, yeah, it should depend on the Machlegs of Yosef and the Chachamim. So Tosis suggests, maybe not. Afilu Rabbi Yosef, Shema, they're not sure. Shema Kan Hoyamoide, maybe he would agree, the Nidam Shem Shechin, Vodav Mishom Michva, 
Give him the Hayurs B'day Shamayim. It's a different kind. Of, it's a different kind of fire. Even though Rabbi Yossi holds that it's for Bishul purposes, not Shabbos. It's Be'esha B'toldas O'esh. It's called Toldas O'esh. But maybe for the purposes of Shechina Michmi, maybe it's not because it's an Esh that's there naturally. The Esh is not made by human beings. Then we had an important taste of Zayin Amaral, of Dilma Nosnein, and besides of Echo, Acher. We have a Posik at the end of Parshas Koirach. Koirach was Ma'arer al Hakuhuna. So Rashi quotes from the Tanoim. So at the end of Parshas Koirach, after that whole rebellion was over, and a lot of people lost their lives, <coughs> so the Chumash reviews many of the Matnas Kuhuna. It doesn't have all of them. There are 24 Matnas Chumash reviews a lot of them. So the Chumash says, when you give Maiser Rishon to the Levi, the Levi has to take out Maiser, Mina Maiser. We call it Chumas Maiser. And the Nechshulachem Chumas Chem, and the Chumas Maiser that the Levi takes out from Maiser Rishon and gives to the Goyen has the exact same status. The Nechshulachem Chumas Chem, the Chumas Maiser that the Levi gives, Kadogen Menagor Bechamleya Menayakim, has the same status as the Chuma Gdoila that the farmer takes out initially when he has a hundred units of whatever food he has that grew in Eretz Israel, he has to take out two percent for Chuma Gdoila Ayin Bainan is a two percent Echa Mechamishim so when a lady gives Maisa Mina Maisa has the exact same status as Chuma Gdoila that's the Poshib shot in the Poshib the Chumas Maisa that you, Levine, will be Mafresh is considered on the same, exactly the same level as Kadogim and Agarmacham Leim and So the Torah Shabbat Peh has an additional level of interpretation on the Pesach. The Nechshot means, if you think about it, I have a hundred bushels and each bushel has a number. Have in mind that bushels number one and number two should become Chumagadoyal. So Chuma is Chal B'Machshova. Notice the name of it says, I don't have to look at it. I don't have to look at it. I have in mind. I want bushels one and two to become Chuma G'dayla for everything. <clears throat> or the Levi. They give the Levi 10%. They give him 10 bushels of food. They grew in Eretz Yisrael's Maiserishan. <clears throat> so he designates one of the 10 bushels. One-tenth is Maisa and Maisa. So he can do that by Machshova. <clears throat> so the Tesis discusses a topic of Hilcha Shabbos. It's very important Tesis for Hilcha Shabbos, not too important for Kulin, but it's important for Hilcha Shabbos. One is not permitted to do malachas on Shabbos, but a malacha is only if you do a Maisa malacha. A person does a malacha by thinking, so that's not considered a malacha. A person does, there are three forms of human activity. There's Machshaba Dibra Maisa. So just like a lab shame by Maisa ain't like him love, so to uh, if a person does a malacha without doing a Maisa, either with Machshava or with Dibur, that's not called a Maisa malacha. We were discussing, is it the same definition? Lab Shiesh by Maisa, is it the same definition for Maisa? For Lab Shiesh by Maisa, Linya Malkus, as it is for Malacha Shabbos? So that's a good question. That's a good question. So here it came up, Alacha la Maisa. We mentioned that the Chafetz Chaim lost his son 
and he, he wanted to memorialize the son. So at the end of the first volume of the Likuti Halochis, and Zvachim and Menachis, he quotes it Vatar. I think the son's name was Avram. So he quotes it Vatar from that son. So the son quoted the Shita Mukubetzes, <coughs> I think on Tamura, if I'm not mistaken, where the Shita Mukubetzes makes a distinction. There's a Machlekes HaTanoim and a Machlekes HaMaroim. We pass on a Lap Sheima Maise, ain't like Mal. You only get Malkus if you did uh, Maise. What if you did an Avera, you accomplish an Avera by Dibur Oba Machshava? So then we paskin ain't a like But one exception to the rule is Tmura. The Gemara said there are three exceptions to the rule. Nish Bameim and Mekal Chavera B'Shem. So Tmura is one of the three exceptions to the rule. So Abdechan says you shouldn't really consider it an exception to the rule because B'Dibura Sabit Maisa. Since through the Dibur he accomplishes that the Tmura is Chal Bahayus Marasi Akadesh, so that's considered a Lapshi Eshba Maisa. So the, this son of the Chafetz Chaim quoted the Shitim Kubetzes. What if the person made Tmura b'Machshava, and then it's going to be Chal? So you also say the Machshavta is Sabit Maisa that makes it into a Lapshi Eshba Maisa. <coughs> so the Shitim Kubetzes says no. You only say that Dibur can be sometimes considered a Maisa if it brings about a Chalois, but if it's only Machshav or not. So that's what Toysavis has a Gemara like that. Exactly what the son of the Chafetz Chaim dug up, Peshitim Kubetzis. Toysavis has a Gemara not been a to Malkus, Lavshayesh Ba Maisa. Lavshayesh Ba Maisa been a to Malachal Shabbos. It's only called Malachal Shabbos if you do a Maisa. So the Gemara says there are Malachas there are and there are Malachas when there are so there's a mission at the end of Beitzah, something like Lamed Vav, Lamed Beitzah, something, when the Mishnah says, Eilam Mishum Shvus, Eilam Mishum Rishus, a whole bunch of things, activities are forbidden on Shabbos and on Yontif and the Rabbanu. So one of them is, you're not allowed to be Mekadosh and Isha, not allowed to get married on Shabbos and Yontif. <coughs> not allowed to get married on Shabbos, Gzei Rishem Yichtov. Not allowed to get married on Yontif, but that's a Din Deraisa, because Eim Arben Simcha Besimcha. Now that I got married on Shabbos, that's only the Rabban. Now that I got married on Chalamoy, there's an Isa der Isa. Hey, Marvin Simcha, the Simcha. Now that I got married on Shabbos, only an Isa der Rabban. Kissinger married his non Jewish wife on Shabbos. So it wasn't Chal. Okay. <coughs> it's not Chal. Some hold it is Chal. If, you have a, if two non Jews marry, there is Ishus. Ishus bin Enach. So if you achrayim them whole like that, if if there's an intermarriage, there's no tefisas kedushin, there's no ishus Israel, but ishus ben enoch there is, there will be ishus ben enoch. I think we must have spoken about it. Okay. So uh, so to get married on Shabbos is only an isha. The rabban gzeiv shem yichto bekechemem because only gzeiv shem yichto. So it gives an example. Hafrasha strumas and ma'isus is awesome. The rabban. Why is it awesome? The rabban. So the gemara said probably because misaken. In a third, it's only misak and mona. Mona means a kli. Mona mem dun alf is our make for a kli. So if you have a broken kli and you fix it, so that's a misak and mona deras. What if you have food that's not edible because it's treif, it's tevel, and then you mafresh chumas amaisa. So we assume that that's only misak and mona midirabon. That's not a misak and mona deras. What if you have, Taisus says in Yuma, there's a gigantic Taisus on Lamed Vav, starts on Lamed Beis, goes over to Lamed Aleph and Hilcha Shabbos. Very important. Uh, Tesis has a lot of new ideas there that don't appear anywhere else in Tesis. <coughs> so Tesis there says there's a Mishnah in uh, Sukkah that if you have Hadassim and it has more berries, has blackberries, if it has green berries, it uh, doesn't passel. 
But if you have blackberries in the Hadas, you have another merube me'alov. You have more blackberries than you have leaves in the Hadas, then no Hadas is puzzle. But if you pull off the berries, pull off enough berries that you, now you have more green leaves than you have blackberries, then it's kosher. So it says, but you're not allowed to pull off the leaves on yontif because that's Mesaka and Mana. So Tyson says that Mesaka Mana is only Medirabon. Because on the level of, as far as a non Jew is concerned, you ask a non Jew, did I accomplish something? He, said, he didn't accomplish anything. He pulled off the berries from the Hadas. So what? Al Pihalacha, he accomplished. The Hadas was puzzled before, and now the Hadas is kosher. So Tyson says that's only Mesaka Mana Medirabon. On the side of the Gemara there, Rabbi Kibegek. If you to Martha, Bishem Rav he holds that that's an Isa Mesakamana Menatur. If you have a puzzle of Hadas and you made it kosher by ripping off the berries, that's a Mesakamana Menatur. Even though it's not a mana, it's not a kli. So, so that's a question. But the Mishnah says if you're Mafish Shumas and Mysis on Shabbos and Yantav, that's only an Isa Dirabon. So what's the reason why it's awesome? So the Pashtas is because of Mesakamana, the Gemara says. Because it's also bachila, all tevel, any food that grows in Eretzol is tevel, until you mafrish shumas amai. Once you mafrish, you take off the isa tevel, so that's masakamana mid the rabban. Fine. The question according to the rabbiyo, rabbiyo holds that making the hodas kosher is a malacha masakamana menatorah, so why shouldn't making the food kosher also be a masakamana menatorah? Question? It's a good question. Okay, so according to Tesis, it's nicha. Tesis says that when you make the hadas kosher, it's only misakamana midrabbana. So if when you make the tevel kosher, it's only misakamana midrabbana. Misakamana midrabbana is only mana, if it's a kli. If it's a echlim, probably no misakamana midrabbana. Okay. <coughs> That's a big discussion in Achrayna. When is it misakamana midrabbana? When is it misakamana midrabbana? So there's... There's a Rambam... The Ramam quotes the Didim, that you're not allowed to be mafish from Samaritan, and he gives two reasons. He says one reason in the Sakamana. The other reason is that after you mafish the Truma, it belongs to Shevet Kahuna. After you mafish the Maiserishan, it belongs to Shevet Levia. So that's a violation <coughs> of Mecca Chumemkar. Even though you're not charging money, you're not selling it, but you're giving it Bermatani, you're switching ownership just by declaring, just by being Kurisham Truma. You switch the ownership. The tevel belongs to the farmer. Once he's mafish truma, belongs to the shevet kuhuna. Doesn't belong to any particular kind, but belongs to the whole shevet kuhuna. Then any member of the shevet kuhuna has a right to take it for himself. Once you mafish the maaserishan, it belongs to the shevet levia. So with the mafarshim on the rambam ask, where did the rambam get this additional reason? The gemara just says that it's mesakin mana. Mesakin mid the rambam. never says that it's mekuch memkar. So the Mishkan Yankev and the Arsamea both say the same. The source of the Ramam is the Gemara, the first parak in Beitzah, where the Gemara had a suggestion that since Chalas Chutzlarts, we have this, and the big Taisus here, hit the Rebbe Beitzah, and the Taisus on, on what daf is it? Vavam the base. So Taisus quoted the Gemara in Pcheres Dav Chavzayin, that the Gemara has Kula after Kula after Kula, Chalas Chutzlarts, because Chalas Chutzlarts are only the Rabbanon. So they have a lot of coolers. So one of the coolers is Zach Vahelach Vachkach Mafrish. We said yesterday, let's say there's a kosher bakery. We know they have no non-kosher ingredients. But they're not careful about Afrosh Hashchala. They only Mafrish Chala on bread. Some of them only, they make up their own deal. Only Mafrish Chala on chalas. 
Shabbos is gachal, not ma'avish challah and bread even. Only they think challah has to do with challah, has nothing to do with challah. The word challah in the Chumash, hoi bacholchem elechem oris tarimu, challah tarimu lashem challah means raw dough in biblical Hebrew. It doesn't mean challah. But uh, so if you have a, a, a kosher bakery where well, all the ingredients are kosher, but you know that they're not mafish challah and the cake and the cookies. So if you bought it before Shabbos and Yontif, you're not allowed to be mafish challah on Shabbos and Yontif. You have to wait till after Shabbos is over. You can eat everything you want, leave over a little bit, and then you can be mafish libisov. In Eretzel, you can't do that. Only challah's chutzlords. In Eretzel, you can't do it even if the whole chi of hafashes is only the rabbanan. Even it's a double the Rabbanan. We assume that Truma Bismana says only the Rabbanan, Chala Bismana says only the Rabbanan. And we assume that Truma Samaisus on Yerokis is only the Rabbanan. And we assume even on Paris or Elon, outside of Dogen Tirish we assume everything is the Rabbanan. So today everything in Eretz is the Rabbanan on top of it, the Rabbanan. Still, there's no head to Mafish. It's only Kula and Chala's Chutz Lords. So the Gemara raised the possibility, maybe Chalas Chutzlar, since Mafrish, how can you say that it's also to be Mafrish on Shabbos because Mesach and Mo? You're allowed to eat it even before you're Mafrish. Maybe that Mishnah that says you're not allowed to be Mafrish, Chumas and Maisus on Shabbos and Yontif, the Mishnayas were probably composed in Eretz Yisrael. But there is no head to Echel Behelach Vakach Mafrish. So the Hafrosha. <coughs> the Afrosha is Matarid Bachila. So that's Mesach and Mone. But if it's Chalas Chutz Laaretz, the Gemara raises a question. The Mishnais were not composed in Babel. Maybe the Talmud Babli raised a possibility. Maybe since Chalas Chutz Laaretz, Echel Behelach Vachach Mafrish, maybe it's not called Mesach and Mone. So the Gemara comes to the conclusion, no, it's still awesome. Why is it still awesome? So the Ramam understood, that's what the Osameach, and way before him, the Mishkan Asyanka. Mishkan Asyanka was the Talmud of Rabchaim Valojana, from the early Talmudim of Valojana Yeshiva, the early 1800s. The Rasmech was the early 1900s. So they both say the same shot. The Rama Masav understood the Maskan of the Gemara that one consideration why it's not right to be Mafish to Masmai San Shabbos and Yontav, because Mesach and Mone. But even in Chutz Lorz, Mafish, so you really can't call it. The second one, it's mutabachili even before, it's just a mitzvah to be mafish later, but there's still another iser of nekechememkar, because when you korishem chumna, it automatically belongs to shevet kunim, and the korishem maizavishin automatically belongs to the levim. So there are two isur. So there are two isur. So the Taisvis quotes Taisvis on Zayna Madal of Dilma. The Dilma quotes a Gemara from Shabbos Kuf Amishna. Perak Noitel, the first mission of Perak, the 24 Prokim in Shabbos. So that's one of the last Prokim. Kuf Mem Aleph on the base. <coughs> the mission quotes Rabbi Yudah. And the Gemara in the next daf, Kuf Mem Beis on Aleph, explains what is he talking about. There's a concept of Meduma. What does Meduma mean? Usually if an Isa falls into a heter, it's Botab Beraiva, Botab Shishim. So there's a Din Midirabonan that Shuma is only Botab Beechor Beyo. If one unit of truma falls into chulin, you have to have a hundred, not enough shishim, you have to have a hundred units 
of Chulin to be mevatel the one unit of Truman. Okay. The Gemara has an asmachta, they learn it out from a pot, this sifrei, as an asmachta from a posseg, but Taisu shows that it's only a din med It's not a din med So let's say you have 150 units of Chulin against the one unit of Truman. So the Truman becomes bottle bereb. So now you can keep everything for yourself. So the Mishnah says no. Tzorach lahorim. After the unit of Truma becomes bottled, then the Echor you have to take out a unit. You're not going to pick out the exact same unit that fell in. Let's say Truma Dika wine fell into Chulan Dika wine, and all the wine, there's Blila, liquids, um, Boyle's principle. Something in chemistry about Boyle's principle that liquids always mixing together. <coughs> there's Blila, there's always Blila. So well, I'm going to take out one unit and give it to the Kayan. That's going to be the unit of wine that fell in. Sosha also, he Sosha, Shanofla. Not going to be the same. It's a din, you're not allowed to eat, you're not allowed to drink any of the wine. That's called Meduma. When Truma falls into Chulin, and you need to, if you have Echadamea, one unit of Truma falls into Mea, units are more. Of Chulin is bottle, but Tzarek Loharim. Why Tzarek Loharim? I have to take out and give one unit to the Kayin. Because the Gemara, the Rishami explains why. Because Isa the Heter is bottled. Mammon is not bottled. The Gemara has on the end of Bates, I have five nickels in my hand, and someone drops another nickel in my hand, and we can't identify which is mine and which is his. You're going to say it's bottled beret, I can keep all the six nickels. Gemara says, no, Mammon is not bottled beret, so I have to give him back a nickel. So here also, the Truma is bottled beechodomeya, so there's no Iser for the non coin to eat the Truma. But Truma is Maman is also. It's Maman Akayin. <clears throat> so Maman is not bottled. So they said, Tzorach Loharim. We don't allow the person to eat any of the taruvis of the Truma with the Chulin before he's first going to take out that amount that he has to give to the Kayin. Because there are people who will be careful on Isavahet and they won't be careful on Gezel. People careful on Ben Olam Amakim and they're not careful on Ben Olam so they made a din with You're not even allowed to eat the binodim lamokim. You're not allowed to eat the whole tarubis, the whole mixture, before you take out tzarich loharim that amount. So Rabbi Yudis says, Rabbi Yudis quoted by the Mishnah, we pass like that, you're permitted to take out that unit on Shabbos. So the Gemara asks, why is it permissible? It's Mesaka and Mana. They made a din with the Rabban. You're not allowed to eat any of the tarubis until you take out that amount, tzarich loharim. So by taking out that amount, you, mis- you enable yourself to eat it. Why isn't that a violation of Mesach and Mana? So the Gemara says, Hamana Reb Shemin that's what Tosheth quotes from the Gemara. Reb Shemin Olozah learned that from that passage, Menachshah Lacham Trumaschem, Truman, he tells us, Menachshavah, since you could have done the Hafrashah's Truman, Menachshavah, so even though you did a Hafrashah, you picked it up and you said something, the speaking wasn't necessary. The speaking wasn't necessary. And if you have machshada that leads to a halois, you don't say, B'dibur is avid ma'isa. If a dibur, if you would have required dibur, so for hafrashas truma, if you do dibur and then it's chal, the truma is chal, that would be considered a malacha. Mesakman is a malacha, but it's only malacha if you have a ma'isa. It's only called a ma'isa if you do a pu'ula. If you have dibur and machshada, it's not a ma'isa. But if you have B'dibur is avid ma'isa, then it is a ma'isa. But here you don't need, he didn't even need dibur. It could have been machshavtoi. 
So just like the Chavetz Chaim quotes from his son, if you have Machshava that leads to a Chalois, that's called, still called the Eimbo Maisa. So the Gemara says, since theoretically it could have been Nosnein and Mitzad Zet, so therefore there's no issue of Mesaken Mane. And the other issue of Mekach um, and that only applies when you actually Mafish Shumas Amaisus. But over here, you're just being Malanus Hamaduma. Malanus Hamaduma, you don't say that the amount that you take out now belongs to the Shevet Kuna. This is not the same thing that fell in. It's, it's impossible. It can't be the same thing that fell in. <coughs> if it wouldn't have been a case of Malanus Hamaduma, a case of Afrosha's Trumas Amaisus, so we don't allow you to do it on Shabbos. The real reason is not so much because of Mesaken Mona. The Mesaken Mona, the Molocha of Mesaken, Mesaken Mona, would only be violated if you do a Maise. If you have Machshove that leads to a Halois, that's called Eimbo Maise. So that wouldn't be considered a Molocha. The reason why Hafrosh's Trumas and Maises is also on Shabbos is really not because of Mesaken Mona. It's really because of the, of the Shema Yichtov. Shem Yichtov is a Gzeirah there about it. Gzeirah Shem Yichtov. He didn't do Ksivah. Whenever you have a Gzeirah, you don't necessarily have to, it can be violated even without a Maisa. A Malacha, by definition, has to have a Maisa Malacha. Whether it's a Malacha there is a Malacha there are So since you could have done it the Machshave, even though the Machshave is Savit Maisa, with the Nosen Erebet he has a mind, he wants these bushels one and two to become Chumag uh, Doila, and it's Chal. You don't say b'machshavta esavim ma'isa tiyesh ba'ma'isa. Ain't ba'ma'isa, but it's also because of the second reason, because of the because of the gzeres shemiyichtov, and the gzeres shemiyichtov gzeres can be violated even b'shevi al tasa. It all depends how they formulated the gzeres. Malochas can only be violated if you have a ma'isa malocha, but gzeres can be violated even without a ma'isa. Let's say shehiyah. I leave raw food on the fire on erev shabbos and it's not cooked yet. So that's an Isa Midirabbanon. When do you violate the Isa Midirabbanon? When you put it on the fire uh, 10 minutes before Lich Benchen. On Arab Shabbos, you don't violate anything. When Shabbos enters and your raw food is on the fire cooking, then you violate it. But then you're not doing anything. So you see, you can violate It's a Gzeira. It's a Gzeira Shemichata B'Gacholam. Gzeiras can be violated B'Shevi Al-Tasa. Malachas can only be violated B'Kumba Asay. Nida Maisa Malacha. The Gzeris can be violated by Shevi Al-Tasa also. It all depends on the nature of the Gzeris. Rabbi Kivega has a famous chuva where he discusses, I think we mentioned it, he discusses, it's a very common shayla now, a person places an order on the internet. He says, when the stocks go down to a certain price, I want to buy a thousand shares. Or I have shares. When the, when the prices go up to a certain price, I want to sell it. And he types it into the internet, and he left the instructions. And then it happens, it goes up, it goes down on Shabbos Yontov. So he's, he's davening on Shul, he's sleeping at home, he's not doing anything. He's not doing anything as far as the Mecca HaMemkar. He set it up on Arab Shabbos that it's going to happen by itself. So Rabbi Kivega is not sure if he set up a system that the Kenyan is going to take place on Shabbos, are you in violation of the Gzeris Mecca HaMemkar, Gzeris HaMemkar, even though you're totally passive on Shabbos, totally Shevi Al-Tasseh. So Rabbi Kivega knows that a malachi can only be violated because they are saying. But this is a gzeir, gzeir shem yichtov. Mekach ha-memka is also gzeir shem yichtov. So gzeris can sometimes be violated by sheif al-tasa. He says, it all depends how the chachamim formulated the gzeir. So that is not sure. So they talk to two minhogim, two practices. When our Pesach falls out on Shabbos, 
and all the Rabbanim sell the chametz for the Balabatim. So do they say whatever chametz will be still left over on Shabbos morning at 10 o'clock in the morning, we sell to the guy as of Shabbos morning, and we make all the kinyanim on Friday, and you want the kinyanim to take effect on Shabbos morning, but that, according to Rabbi Kavega, that may possibly be a violation of Mekah Memkar, even though you totally shave the Altasa. So others have the practice to be concerned about Rabbi Kavega's issue. They'll say, whatever chametz will be left over on Shabbos morning, or Pesach at 10 o'clock, we're here by selling it to the Goy now, as of, as of uh, Friday. We don't want the Kenya to take effect on Shabbos. We want the Kenya to take effect on Friday. Uh, how can you have a Kenya take effect if you don't know what it's being chalan? That's the issue of Embraer. I won't know till Shabbos morning what was included in the Mekkah on Friday morning. I'm selling whatever chametz will be left over. How can you have a chalos on a davish I want the chalos kinyan to take effect on Friday, but I don't know which chametz is going to be eaten, which chametz is going to remain behind. So that's usually the din aim prayer with respect to dinim deraisa. It's a din deraisa. So the, there's a long discussion in this teichem, and he has a long, uh, long quotations on the topic. So they give the explanation that since you're mevatla chametz anyway. So in Torah, your problem of Bayu is taken care of. It's only an issue of the Rabbanon. So since the whole Mechiras Chametz is only to take care of an issue of the Rabbanon, so with respect to Dinim Rabbanon, we say, Yesh B'rere the Rabbanon. That's the Psaq. We say, Em B'rere with respect to Dinim Deraisa. We say, Yesh B'rere with respect to Dinim Rabbanon. So that's very pl- problematic, even though it's questionable whether it's true. The Chametz that you're selling, you're Mavatl. You're not mevatli. You say if the guy wants it, he has to pay all the money. So you're not being mevatli kafir there. So that's number one. Who says you're mevatli chomis that you're selling? I feel in anich that you are mevatli, and the whole need, the whole need for the mechiras chomis only to solve a problem the rabbanon, but to sell chomis is an is an institution deraisa. Is a parsha of mekir chamem ker chomis. You sell things. So that's the din with respect to dinim deraisa. You say embraer. The whole need for the mechiras is only to solve a problem the rabbanon. But a mechira is an institution deraisa. Where do you have a din derabbanan that by dinam derabbanan you say yesh berera? Let's say you make an erev etchumen. The whole issue of tchum shab is only with derabbanan. So you can make an erev etchumen. I don't know which direction. I heard there's going to be a, a rabbi is coming to one community and a different rabbi to another community. And if I have an erev this way, I can't go that way. So I say on erev shabbos, I'll, I'll make up my mind on shabbos. Which Erev Etchumen I want? The one to the Tzav and the one to the Dorm. So that's Yesh Brer, the Derabbanim. There there's room to say. Or your Mafriz Chumas Amaisis on something that the whole Afrosha is only Medirabbanim. So the whole Chalois is only Medirabbanim. On the level of the Rais, he didn't do anything. But if he's selling Chomets, he's selling merchandise. He's selling something. Selling something is, a, is an institution there, Rais. The need to sell it is only to solve an issue, Derabbanim. But the sale is a Din Derais. So how can they call that Yesh Brer, the Derabbanim? Anyway, so that's a very important Taisvis. Zayin HaMalav, Nosen Eine B'Tzad Zebech HaB'Tzad Acher. That is an important topic. <clears throat> yeah, then when we had a discussion, it says by the Akedah, V'Ikas Tamachelos Lishchotez Beno. Here, the top Taisvis on Gimel HaMalav talks about this. The Pasuk says by the Akedah, Avram Avina took a Machelos. So the Gemara learns that two dinim from that word Machelos. One thing with respect to shchitas chulin, that you have to have shchita betolush. Ma machelus betolush, I've called betolush. But you don't necessarily need a tzuras hakli. Even if you take a krumish alkana, 
that you didn't a sharp uh, a sharp thing that cuts. It doesn't have the shape of a, of a cleat to it. That would be good enough for shchitas chulin. Then it happens that Yitzchak was a carbon. It was a carbon oila. So we say that Macheles was a kli, and you need a tzuras kli for shchitas kachim. So that's a question. How do you learn out two totally different dinim from the same word? On the one hand, he said Yitzchak was a carbon oila, halev sham oila, and you learned from the word Macheles that you need a tzuras kli for shchitas kachim. Then you say, and you also learn that shchitas chulin needs tolush, but it does need a kli. But he's talking about shchitas kachim, so it did need a kli. So how can you use the word Macheles to teach you the din of Tolish as opposed to Mechum. That's a problem. <clears throat> and then the din is Sak and the Kaddish. Toysis quotes in Perakatoida, Menochas Tafayin Ches on the base. Mor says Sak and is Makadish just like a Klishoris. That's the Loshan Agamar. So Toysis, some of the Balea Tois understood. <coughs> Obviously, the Sak and is a Klishoris. And the Sakan adds an additional level of Kedusha to the animal. The animal only had a Kedusha Sagluk Lamizbeach before the Shechita. And then when you do the Shechita, since the Sakan is a Klishoris, it endows the carbon with Kedusha's carbon. That's something over and above Kedusha Sagluk Lamizbeach. And the other Balayatasis said, no, it doesn't mean the Sakan is a Klishoris. Sakan could be a Klichol, it has to be a Kli. It could be a Klichol. Sakan Kadish means the Abay de Mishayna. When you do the first Avaida, so that gives the carbon an additional level of Kedusha. Until you do the Shechita, the Avaida Bishani only had to do Chaguf Lamizbech. Now that you do Avaida Bishani, but it doesn't mean that the Sakan has to be a Klishoris. So there are two opinions in Taisa, whether yes or no. What was the Ramam's opinion? The Ramam holds that Lachatchila, the Sakan with which you do the shechita should be a klisharis, but but the evidence kosher, even it's not a klisharis. Rabbi Moshe Feinstein has, I think, at the end of one of his volumes of Shabbos and Shubis, one of the early ones, maybe on Arachaim, at the end he has a whole section about Inyanim of Kachim, he has a whole essay about these three opinions. He goes back and forth to different Gemaras, try to bring rice, yeah. Taisa brings a raya, an interesting raya from the first mission in Ezel Mekoyman. He says, Kachi Kachi B'Shchitos Matzofan, B'Kibol Doman B'Chlishores Batzofan. Why doesn't it say Shchitos and B'Chlishores Batzofan? So from the contrast, it says, Kibol Doman B'Chlishores, Kabolos Adam has to be an Eklishores, the Mizrach, the Eklishores, has to be a Eklishores. And it doesn't say Shchitos and B'Chlishores. It sounds like the Shchita of Karbonus, even Kachi Kachim, does not require Eklishores. But it's a machlaikas, three different opinions. Yes, no, or lachatchila b'diavet. Then we had a topic of Mukov, where it was again that Gemara. Rabbi Hita Beitshan. Rabbi Hita Beitshan. So the Gemara says, Rabbi Shua ben Zorus told over the story, he was a brother in law of Rabbi he himself was a Tamachacham. Gemara says, Chaziga man the brother-in-law was a Tamachach, and he understood what the story was. Balabatim sometimes don't understand what the Rabbanim are doing, but he was a Tamachach. So the Gemara says, maybe Reb Meir was mafresh mimokam acher. Maybe he, was, he wasn't mafresh anything here. He had vegetables and he ate them all up. He, wasn't, he didn't leave anything over for Truma and Maiserisha and Maiserisheni. Maybe he had something at home from the same vegetable. And it was mafresh from what he had at home and what he's eating over here. Maybe that's why he ate everything. So that's what the Gemara asks. V'dilma. 
Maybe he ate everything that they gave him, but he was mafish tumas and ma'is and mokum achir. And Mara says he would never do that. There's a din lechatchila. He's not allowed to be mafish tumas and ma'is and shaloim and amukah, but he ever did his chal. But lechatchila, he's not allowed to do that. So the Gemara says a chaver. A chaver means a tamachacham who's medaktik in the mitzvahs. A chaver would never violate that din. Lechatchila, he's not allowed to do that. So that's a famous machloikis, Rashi and Tesis, in Gitten Daflamet. <coughs> Never appears anywhere else. In Gitten Daflamet on the base. Machloikis, Rashi and Tesis, whether the din of Mukaf is a din or a din der So Rashi explains it's only a din der How can it be a din der In din of der there is no lachat chilim b'riyavit. In mitzvahs he can have it. He had a in the end of Nida like that. In a mitzvah there, I see, you can say there's a mitzvah bishlei musa, there's a mitzvah shalom bishlei musa. Let's say the mitzvah bishlei musa is to have tzitzis, tchelus, and lovem. And if we have only lovem without tchelus, it's a mitzvah shalom bishlei musa. According to one Tana, tchelus ma'kevah says nothing. You're not yotze at all. But the way we paskin la'alocha, most of the Rishon paskin, tchelus is not ma'kevah as lovem. So it means if you have trelis with love, and that's a mitzvah b'shleim musa. If you have love without trelis, mitzvah shalom b'shleim musa. Let's say you have a carbon chata. So lachatchili should be zerk v'dam an arba kamfes hamizbeh, alba karnas hamizbeh, the four kronas. If b'diyevet you zerk v'dam on one karen, you yotze b'diyevet. So why do you have to bother to do it lachatchila and all four kronas? The answer is, you want to do a mitzvah b'shleim musa. Toysus <coughs> there and gives the marshal from chalitza. That lechatchila by chalitza, you need rikika. She should spit on the floor in front of the oven, and she should read the psukim, kriyas psukim. And b'diavad the rikik with the machlokes atanaim, b'diavad we paskin the rikika is not miyakim, and the kriyas psukim not miyakim. The only thing that's miyakim is the chalitza sasanot. So why do you have to do it lechatchila? So I said because chalitza is a mitzvah. It's not just a matir. So that's a question: Is hafrashas chumas and ma'isas a mitzvah? Or is it just a matir? Let's say here in the United States, there's no chumas amaisas here. In the United States, the government wants to keep the price of the fruits and vegetables higher. So they dump tons of fruits and they have tons of food. They dump into the ocean. If they'll flood the market with so much Paris fruits and vegetables, if there's so much um, supply and there isn't so much demand, so the price is going to go down. So the farmers will get peanuts. They won't get paid anything. So they destroy a lot of the crops. So let's say it's an Eretz Yisrael, and you have tons of fruits and vegetables. You don't want to sell them all. So you're going to throw them into the Mediterranean. You're going to destroy them. Is there? So do you say, Hafrosh HaTzumas is only a matir if you're interested in eating it. If you're going to throw it out, you don't need the matir. Or do you say, no, it's a mitzvah. Whenever you have Paris, it's a mitzvah to be a mafish trimmers and maizes, even if you're not interested in eating it. So that's a big uh, machloika. So that's what it seems to be the machloika is Rashi and Tais. Rashi holds there in Gitten, the Flamen on the base, that to be term shaloim and amukaf, since b'riyevet it's good, it's only a chatchila, so it's a dead giveaway, it's only mid the Rabbana. So Rashi gives a whole explanation why they made such a din mid the Rabbana. Because it can't be on the level of the rice. Rashi seems to hold how precious trims and rices is not a mitzvah. It's only a matir. 
So you can't have a lachatchila deraisa lemata. And Tosis disagrees with Rashi. Tosis learns that from a pasuk, "Baharimcham eschel bo mimenu." Mimenu means ben amukav. It should be all together. The dava hanita, the chulin hanitorim, and the truma that schal should be all together. You need ben amukav. Muk means near each other, and it's a lachatchila deraisa because Tosis obviously thinks that afrosus to masamais is a is a mitzvah. This is famous. <clears throat> There's a taz in Simon Aleph in Yeridea. With the Taz, a long Taz, but the Taz talks about this. But Afrashas Trumzamaisis is a mitzvah or a matir. So the Taz says that it's a mitzvah. So Rabbi Kivega there tells you, look in the Magan Avram in a certain place in Arachayim that he disagrees, all that it's only a matir. So that's, and there's long, the Maharsham has a sefer on Yeridea that's called Das Torah. So on that Simen Aleph, on that Taz, he has long Marmakaymas on this topic. From the Rishonim, from Sefer Hamitzvahs, Ramban and Sefer Hamitzvah, others, whether Hafrash Vistrumus Amaisis is a mitzvah or it's only a matter. They say in the name of the Vilna Gron Talmidi Hagroh, say in the name of the Gro that he had a Chiddush based on the Pasig in Yechezkel, that Hafrash Vistrumus is a mitzvah and Shumus Amaisis is only a matter. Most of the others, most of the Rishonim assume it's across the board. Shumus Amaisis, Chala, it's all the same. And they quote from the Vilna Gron that he thought that there's a difference. That Chala is a mitzvah. I think everybody agrees that to start off with a mitzvah of Hafrosha. The question is, what if Things develop in such way now. Now it's impossible. They started off there was a mitzvah, and therefore the isa table was chal. But now you reach the stage. Now it's impossible to be mafresh. Do you say the isa set in so remains, or you say no, the isa cannot remain unless there's still a possibility of hafrosh. Once there's no more hafrosh possibility, then there's no isa. But that was a machlekes during our lifetime, my lifetime. Machlekes are double as alavechik and the chazanish. Chazanishel, the Yisr is only calls Manit Shayat to be Materit. Once it's impossible to be Mafrish, Jumas Maisa, it can't be an Yisr. And Adabal is Alevechik, thought not so. <clears throat> Ooh, we got to run to Mincha. Okay. We left out about uh, tying the Tfilin every day. That's like an important topic. Chalegs Rabbeinu Tam and his brother in law Rabbeinu Yo. We left out another card. Ruba Machazok, Ruba. Okay, we left out a few things. Okay, the plan is tomorrow morning, 10 o'clock.